Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for, what is it, Friday the 29th of January in the year of our Lord, 2021 already? Amazing stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Our goal always to protect life liberty and property and to promote god family and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers and yes indeed ladies and gentlemen we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth and as you know we believe the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips we use the supreme law of the land the constitution for the united states of america the blueprint for liberty as our guide and it is a freedom loving fantastic we're taking america back one heart one mind one issue at a time faith filled founder-esque friday ladies and gentlemen and we are indeed live from minnesota we are at haven's garden restaurant havensgarden.org the website we are with larvita mcfarkler and we are ready to rock and roll for two hours live today we speak and talk about the sacred cause of liberty tonight all at the restaurant good eats coming up hard-hitting talk coming up the good sheriff live walking around what do you want more than that a quick recap of yesterday's broadcast certainly is in order we had our guest on mr brian russ russquettinggift.com and for over 50 years the russ coin or russ family i should say has been helping people understand honest money breastcoinandgift.com we talked about the honest money report gold and silver gold interestingly enough 18 uh 50 about silver about 26 dollars 10 cents range so it's interesting the price of gold and silver seems to uh, be holding fairly steady now i find that really interesting when we talk about the price of gold and silver though Gold and silver prices don't really change much, ladies and gentlemen. Usually the fiat fake currencies of the world manipulate against gold and silver. And we want to pretend that there's a spot price and a trading price and a futures price. and a, That's all bogus, ladies and gentlemen. Take possession of your physical gold and silver, would you please? If we all did that, it would call a halt to the con game instantly, by the way. Just a note there, Sam. Yes, sir, Sheriff. Uh, gold and silver are up today, and silver's up to twenty-seven fifty. Twenty-seven. You gotta dig that, sheriff. Yeah. Especially when you're rich in silver like you are. I'm making money. There you have it. Anyway, kind of interesting though, ladies and gentlemen, how uh, you know when you say silver's up really to twenty-seven dollars, what it really means is that the currency uh, is getting worse. So yesterday, twenty-six of your fake Federal Reserve notes would have bought an ounce of silver. Now it takes twenty-seven of them. So the truth is, your fiat currency is losing. Value. Does that make sense, Sheriff? Yeah, as if it ever had it. But yes, it, uh, <laughs> that's always going to happen. W- with the uh, inconsistency of uh, fiat currency, it's always going to be uh, inf- easily inflatable. And that's uh, inflation. If, if the inflation is happening, gold and silver are going up. And that's why I call it dishonest money, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why I've been telling people around the country, you know what? You're not going to fix America if you have a dishonest money system. So you, here's what you say to me. Sam, I know every single transaction in our economy is dishonest, using a fake, dishonest, pretend value money supply, but I want honesty and integrity everywhere else. And my response, <laughs> good luck with that, right? 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, the good Sheriff Richard Mack made a point a couple of days ago on the radio that I got to reiterate. Richard Mack says Donald Trump, former President Donald John Trump, should move to Utah and run against Mitt Romney. And I think that's a brilliant idea. What better way to take the world by storm than to challenge Mitt? I can't say on Mitt's own turf because Mitt's a carpetbagger, right? But what if the, uh, I don't know, two businessmen were to duke it out in the Rocky Mountains? Not literally, but on the campaign stage, right? Let's have them debate. Let's see who's the better, a businessman. Let's see who's the better, what, politician? Do I dare say that? Who's the better statesman to restore the republic to its former greatness? Who, all right, I think we ought to have a throwdown, epic proportions. I'm telling you, you could put it on TV and charge for it like a prize fight, couldn't you? What do you think, Sheriff? It would really be funny to see Pelosi and Schiff over in Utah campaigning for Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd see what? Rand Paul and and uh, who would it be? Maybe um, me. Sheriff Richard Mack and <laughs> Sam Bush and all helping the Trump campaign. But really, Donald Trump could come into Utah and become the next senator, I believe. That would be the most exciting Senate race in American history. Now, Homeland Security is warning of, quote, violent extremists in the United States right now. And I get that, but at the same time, Joe Biden's going to sign a series of executive orders that will formally place a new national security focus on global warming or climate change, they say. I find that interesting. No, I'm not buying it. You're not? No, it's just like the FBI saying there was going to be an armed protest in every state capitol. Uh, that wasn't going to happen. It, it didn't happen. And they don't come out and say, oh, we were wrong. To say that the right-wing extremists are now emboldened by what happened at the U.S. Capitol, that's a lie. It's ridiculous. Most of them are pulling back. There's <clears throat> hundreds of their friends Sheriff. getting arrested. So, Sheriff? No. Yes, sir? I don't care about your facts. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you think you have facts, but yeah. let me just tell you something. You are a racist. Oh, yeah. You are an extremist. I'm here with Larvita. I don't care. You're the, I love Larvita. You're a terrorist, <clears throat> is what you are. You're a Trump-supporting insurrectionist in disguise as a sheriff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah, I, I understand uh, your point uh, as much as it is, I hope, tongue-in-cheek. Of course. Uh, <laughs> of course it's demonstrating how they really behave but, to every one of us who stand for God, family, and country, right? That's how they really behave to us. We're here honoring today and in her property. She's black. How am I a racist? Well, mm. I say you're a racist, and mm. so... Well, because I mean, how dare you challenge? They're probably going to call Larvita a racist, just fake like news. they did Sheriff Clark. You guys are just peddling fake news. We better pipe you down right now. Yeah. See, isn't that what they've really done to everybody? They've kicked Richard, or they've kicked Sheriff David A. Clark Jr. Um, giving him trouble on Twitter. They're giving Trump tw- trouble on Twitter. They're taking everybody's accounts down. If your narrative doesn't go with theirs, then you're a well. If you're white, then you're you've got your token black. If you're black, then you must be some kind of a um, what do they call those? Uh, Tom, Uncle Tom, Uncle Tom, kind yeah. of a, a deal. And okay, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what we say; they've got an answer. Yeah. And no until kidding. we, the people, get enough media to change the game, it's going to be an uphill battle to tell the truth. Don't they say telling the truth is a revolutionary act, Sheriff? Yeah, especially in time of such d- deceit and dishonesty. So that means you're a revolutionary. Uh, I'll take that one. Yeah, see, there you go. And I I bring this all up, though, because you're right on every point. 
you're right on the facts that we're doing the best we can um, to not even discuss black or white. What we're really discussing is trying to keep people in business, Sheriff. Isn't that what the real topic is? Yeah, I came, I came here to support a real solid patriotic American. That's yes, what sir. I'm doing here. Are you allowed to do that? Well, we've made it thus far. And they haven't stopped us on the plane even. Nope. They didn't even give me any grief on the plane for any of my equipment either this time. They usually do. But this time, they let me just sail through flying colors. Yeah. Maybe they're secretly back in Haven's Garden as well. Did they they have to admonish you to wear your mask or put it over your nose? No, sir. They didn't even have somebody while I was sleeping run up like last time and say, your nose. (laughs) They didn't do that. So I went to sleep on a plane, and I guess somehow my nose wasn't covered, right? Yeah. And this lady, literally the stewardess, ran over there, woke me up. And said, sir, your nose. And I was just for a minute disoriented. And I'm like, my nose? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, your nose isn't covered, sir. (laughs) you got to get on that right away. Anyway, it was quite comical. But you're right about this, Sheriff. We're here to celebrate uh, an American. And now right after this, you're going to celebrate and support another American, right? Yes, uh, Lisa Monet. Now, is she black? Uh, No, she's white. I saw her on television. So here's why I bring this up. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. What matters is that we're helping Americans and that we believe in this thing called free enterprise. Yeah. And that we want people to be free to choose as they will, if they wear a mask or not, if they'll leave their business open or not. Imagine an idea that says Larvita's free to open her restaurant and we're free to choose if we want to go to it or not. And this looks like a really neat dance hall. Is this... uh, is this where they have dances? So uh, Molly confirmed that for me. And also... Molly, do, uh, you, do you throw down the dance moves? <laughs> She's a good dancer. I can already tell. But the thing of it is, it's also, where do you do the gymnastics then? Yeah. Right here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, so, so it's we... a gymnastic studio. It's a dance hall. And it's a restaurant. Isn't that typical? And I can't wait to try out the restaurant part. What I'm saying, though, isn't that typical? They usually have great dance halls and restaurant food and dance together. Sheriff? Well, Yeah. In in old West America, especially. Well, but, that, that's what we like. That's but this is really kind to. of a redneck area. The, the The population of this town is 448. Yeah, but it's right yeah. by a town that's got like 15,000, though. Yeah, the Marshall. Now, we were hoping the Marshall would join us, huh, Sheriff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, great people. Because I want them to understand that I want to publicly state on the radio, this is an open meeting. Uh, there is no hidden agendas. There is no games. We'd like you to come, and we'd like you to come in peace. And we'd like to sit down and discuss the sacred cause of liberty. To discuss the sacred cause of Larvita's rights, which are the same rights as every other American. Right, Sheriff? Yes, absolutely, and that's what I think. And and I have called her a modern-day Rosa Parks. I also call Lisa Monet the same thing. She's a modern-day Rosa Parks. I don't care what color they are. I really admire Rosa Parks for standing. And what did what did Rosa Parks do? She stood against no, stupid she did not. law. She sat against. She stood against stupid law, and that's what we're doing here. Sheriff we're standing she sat against stupid against law. These bad laws. Tired of stupid law. I know, but she didn't stand up at all. She sat down, sir. Oh yeah. I just want to make sure everybody understands. Uh, there's all kinds of ways to stand up for the sacred cause, isn't there, ladies and gentlemen? One of them might be to sit down on a bus. Another one might be to keep your restaurant open, huh? Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. 
Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I really don't want to talk about this, but I will. I'm just so mad. I didn't get asked to the junior prom, and it's raining, which means by the time I get to school, I'm soaking wet. Dad picked me up just after I left, and I was so mad I got out, and he said, wait, your mom said to give you this. I forgot my lunch money, and then I dropped it in the water, and I was late for history, and so at lunchtime, I had to find something on John Stewart Mill, which, of course, our library didn't have, so I had to walk all the way down to the office to call my mom, and she found something on the Internet and called me back. And Karen, she wouldn't even help me, and that's a whole other story. But Dad helped me conjugate nouns or whatever on the way to the swim team workout and then he read my history paper while I was in the pool and of course I forgot the bibliography so I had to do that with my mother when I got home and it made me totally forget that I put my jeans in the washer that morning and I hate it when they sit wet like that all day and smell like mildew but my mom said she put them in the dryer while I was at the swim team and you know I'm just not gonna go to the prom no matter who asks me I just want to stay home with my mom and dad family and just hang out isn't it about time unless Dustin asked me from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back live on your radio, Sam Bush with the good sheriff, Richard Max, with me, ladies and gentlemen. We are at Haven's Garden Restaurant live in chilly Minnesota. It's very chilly outside. I had to put on a bunch of layers of clothes. But inside, it's beautiful in here. You got a dance hall? Of course, you know I don't dance, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just be very clear. The good sheriff throws down an Elvis like you wouldn't believe, though. See? There you go. All right. Anyway, I want Bethany. My daughter's with me today, believe it or not. This is fantastic. I want her to describe what's on the wall, though. There's pretty neat stuff around us right now. Will you do it, Beth? Yeah, I can. All right. Talk loud, though. Okay. On the wall um, behind Sam, they have a American flag on the wall with twinkle lights from the ceiling that are coming down from the floor. So it's all about patriotism and um, uh, the United States of America. Can you imagine that? We say we're coming to support Americans, and we get here, and they got an American flag up here, Sheriff. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm really glad Bethany came with us. She's really amazing, and I have to tell you, uh, I'm really impressed by how much she helps her father and, and loves it and just loves being here and loves life. Uh, somewhere she had some really good parents. Well, blame the parenting on my wife. All the credit goes to her. If something bad is, I get the credit, right? If it's good, she gets all the credit. But I will say this. My kids are tremendous. And believe it or not, raising all eight children that I have, four boys and four girls, I to some degree think they've been raising me instead of me raising them. Have you ever felt that as a father, Sheriff? Oh, yes, (laughs) yes. Especially now that all my children are adults. Yes, for sure. Dad, why are you doing that? Dad, you're a dork. Dad. 
Don't tell those dork, dorky jorks, uh, jokes, dorky jorks, dorky jokes. See there, and they they tried to they they have railed on me about getting an iPhone, and I finally did it after about ten years of them getting after me. I know it now. You have to have my teenager run it for you. I know because I don't. I still don't like it. It's still too tech. It's still too complicated. But it's yeah. It's growing on you, Sheriff. You'll get there, brother. I need a GPS because I got lost one day, and I need a GPS, and so that's really why I did it. All right. Anyway, I still think Donald Trump should move to Utah, though, and Donald Trump and good old Mitt Romney should battle it out. Well, I'm going to call one of his uh, former wives, who I am in contact with, and I'm going to tell her to tell him to do it. You're going to call Donald's former wife and say, hey. Yes. All right. Well, we yeah. just announced on the radio publicly, though. I'm sure word through the FBI will get back to the Donald, won't it? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, it'll only get back to Joe. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right, exactly. Well, Joe could campaign on behalf of Mitt Romney. Mitt there yeah, he got their buddies. The state of Utah. Yeah. You know. Because he. Right. So Homeland Security warns of violent extremists among us. Well, what's fascinating is Joe Biden just got rid of the Muslim ban. Do you think there's bad guys among us now, Sheriff? You just go ahead and just get rid of the border protection. You go ahead and get rid of the ban on Muslims. And then you go, hey, the... Um, Homeland Security is warning of bad guys in our midst. Are you surprised? Yeah. Uh, Biden is just, <laughs> I, I don't know if Biden really believes in that stuff or he's just trying to do everything to, to undo what Trump did. Yeah. And, and to me, no matter what the cause is, I don't know if he believes this stuff or he doesn't. Yeah. Um, but in my mind, it doesn't matter because here's what does matter. The security of the republic is what matters, Sheriff. Right. And we shouldn't be playing with that kind of stuff. Yeah, and he doesn't really care, and uh, so it doesn't seem like he cares. Uh, he, he, to me, he just seems he's going to push his leftist agenda, and damn the torpedoes, and and so you know he he really doesn't look at what might happen, uh, and the consequences re, as a result of his actions. And that's a sad tale to tell for the security of our republic, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, there's a wake up call. I don't know if you know this, but the doomsday clock. It's still 100 seconds to midnight, same as last year, sir. You want to know why? Yeah, I got. I, yeah, you got me on that one. Global warming, my friend. Oh, you realize yeah. that we're about to all die. Climate change. Yes, sir. Yeah. You realize that a big asteroid is probably going to just knock us out while we're on the air. Yeah. They call it a punishing 2020. They mishandled the cocoa. You see, because there's never been in the history of the world, there's never been climate change or global warming only when man got here and and used fossil fuels was there ever global warming that's or correct. climate change. Look, when you started to burp and when you started driving your big old Mack truck around, that's what caused it all, buddy. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. So the ice age didn't really happen; it's all a lie. And and all the times that the climate and and uh, the world changed uh, temperature wise. That's all a lie because it only happened after we started using fossil fuels, which is, you know, 100 years ago. There you go. So there was so all these people that talk about, you know, what happened to the dinosaurs and blah, 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 we're actually using the dinosaurs now because they're the ones creating the fossil fuels. See, Thank you very much, believe, dinosaurs. I don't even believe that oil comes from fossil fuel, Sheriff. I don't believe that dinosaur bones has created all the oil that we've used for literally the last 50 years. It would seem years. impossible, wouldn't it? Well, it is, and it's it, not true. So where does it come from? And they're going to peddle fake news. Oil but, is created for the mantle of the earth, sir. Oh, okay. That, yeah. that makes sense. It was that's... written. Uh, There's a book about it, too. Because how would those dinosaurs get way down in there anyway? Well, you they know? died a long time ago there, buddy. Well, 2,000. How did they seep down 2,000 feet through rock and everything else? Well, that, 
You got to understand them. Them were millions of years old dinosaurs, sir. Oh, okay. See, all we got to do is just take away any argument that you have, <laughs> logic all aside, right? Yeah. And that, again, that's what they're doing to us. Though you're not allowed to be logical in this. You know, this is an emotional issue, scientifically backed, not a logical issue, right, Sheriff? And and uh, I don't remember what politician it was. Just the other day, just my wife and, were, and I were listening to it on the radio. The greatest threat to the world is climate change yes, it is and if, so it's not the pandemic it's not Correct. isis or ter- international terrorists but thank goodness it's not right-wing terrorists either but uh going back to that lie but 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 seriously i want to make sure that we understand this yeah uh, every email every, i've received emails from the left and the right the right people the 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 so-called extremist militias are not emboldened they're pulling back. And so that's another. They are creating that lie and myth to get everybody up in arms. And so that Congress now will have armed guards throughout all the halls and people can't go in and visit them. And they get further insulated from the American people. And less and, accountable. And, yes, sir. And less accountable. That's right. And it's all, and what, whose fault is it? Trump. Yeah. And these right wing extremists. Trump and the cocoa caused it. But global warming needs to take center stage now. It's an emergency, yeah. sir. Yes. And you know that people like you and your um, irresponsible ways caused it, right? And when I say yeah. you, I don't mean Richard Mack. Well, yeah, I, I mean do. Sam I... Bushman, and you you represents all of us that don't seem to be cognizant of the damage we've done, right? Right. And those those leftist extremists saying that still drive their jet airplanes and their you know Lear jets. I know, but they've got and to they... warn. And they still drive their Suburbans, There's you know. There's little time left, Sheriff. And then they have three other cars driving with them to protect that. Yeah. You know, so tell the politicians to quit hiring guys with guns to protect them and yeah. quit using all their entourage and quit using all these vehicles that take so much gas. I think with Sam and Sheriff on the radio, the the uh, doomsday clock, instead of being 100 seconds to midnight, it's now like 90 seconds to midnight just because we're on the radio. And maybe those uh, leftists like Schiff and Pelosi and all of them, maybe they should c- find a way to control their own flatulence. And maybe they could do that by just shutting up. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> by the way, Utah legislator seeks to impeach Attorney General of Utah, Mr. Reyes, because he dared to be involved in the election fraud petition, Sheriff. Good for him. I know. But that restores my faith. Fire, sir. That restores my faith in at least one public official. Amen. Because, look, Sam, let's be real honest about that. The, are they truly, really trying to say, is this the propaganda scheme and the brainwashing, that we never need to check or verify or have some sort of check and balance or some sort of audit on computerized voting ever when these computers are known to be hacked by anybody? The computers in the Pentagon we're hacked. There he goes. Taking and now they're saying bring uh, facts, facts the again. Come on. And, and so we should never check computerized voting that provides no benefit to the American people or to our way of government. And they're never going to check those, even though we know computers are easily Sheriff, hacked. checking's fine. They already checked. They already went to the courts. The court said it's bogus. Got it? Oh, yeah. Could I see? No, no. You, no. What Rand Paul, Rand Paul was on was George Stephanopoulos. A birther. You don't need to yeah. see the birth certificate or the voter rolls. Okay? <laughs> okay. Now, would you just get off yeah. the 9-11 stuff and quit talking about conspiracies? Yeah. In fact, your peddling of fake news probably precludes you for the national narrative and discussion altogether. 
I'll just go back to singing Elvis, I guess. Now, like, that's, now you're talking. Thank you very much. Yeah. Man pleads guilty in Governor Whitmer kidnap plot. Sheriff, I want to bring this up to you as well because we talked about this What story. did he plead guilty to, though? Well, a lesser um, charge, kidnapping. right? He did? Or or attempted kid or conspiracy to commit kidnapping. Well, con- conspiracy they to never kidnap- did it. Conspiracy to commit kidnapping. That's right. Right. Now, I, I want to talk about this and I'll tell you why. Yeah, me too. Because in the Ammon Bundy discussion, a few people made a mistake and cop please because of out of control government overreach and belligerent threats. And we will tie it back to Haven's Garden Restaurant, and we'll do it in seconds. Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The CDC is reporting South Carolina has the first known U.S. COVID-19 case of a fast-spreading variant discovered in South Africa. Although easier to spread, there is no indication it's deadlier. Moderna, Pfizer, and now Novavax have each reported that their vaccines, while still effective, offer less protection against the South African variant, which means a lower efficacy rate somewhere between 60 and 85.6%. Former President Trump met with House of Representatives Republican leader Kevin McCarthy on Thursday and agreed to help Republicans win back the majority in the House. Representative McCarthy says Democrats have only put forward an agenda that divides America further. And President Trump is committed to helping elect Republicans in the House and Senate in 2022. Cicely Tyson, the actress who captured the power and grace of black women in America, has died. Tyson's death was announced by her family, who did not immediately provide any additional details. She was 96. This is USA Radio News. As Joe Biden becomes America's 46th president, so much is happening in Washington. And millions of Americans are turning to Newsmax, a news source they can trust. Newsmax is already America's fastest-growing cable news channel, and Newsmax.com is your place for breaking news online. So download the Newsmax app now on your smartphone and start watching Newsmax TV for free. The app has no paywall and gives real news you can trust. Watch great shows with Greg Kelly, Grant Stinchfield, Dick Morris, Michelle Malkin, Diamond and Silk, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Sean Spicer, and a lot more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If you don't get Newsmax on cable, call your operator and tell them you want Newsmax. You can always switch to a new service that has Newsmax. Or watch Newsmax for free on Roku, YouTube, Apple TV, Zumo, TiVo Plus, Pluto, and smart TVs like Samsung and LG. Tune in today because Newsmax is real news for real people. She loves me, she loves me not. With Valentine's Day right around the corner, it's time to take care of our sweeties. And spending less means giving more heart. USA Radio News' John Clemens has more. In 2021, those celebrating Valentine's Day are expected to spend a total of $21.8 billion. But according to Catherine Cullen of the National Retail Federation, that may sound like a lot, but it's way off from last year. This year, those celebrating plan to spend about $165 on average, which is about $32 less than they spent last year. Many consumers are committed to celebrating Valentine's Day. We're seeing a real commitment from consumers to celebrating friends and family, loved ones, even if they're having to alter or adapt those traditional holiday celebrations. From the USA Radio News Texas Bureau, I'm John Clemens. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. 
Live, ladies and gentlemen, from Haven's Garden Restaurant, havensgarden.org, to check out the website. A caller dialed in and said, now that the sheriff's got a new ripping iPhone, maybe he ought to broadcast the proceedings via video of all of our, of our events. Sheriff, why don't you get on that? Too complicated. All right. We, we'll get you into some computer training. In fact, we'll do a lot of training for you. Oh, good. Thanks. Okay. We'll, we'll computer train you so you know what's going on with the iPhone and all that kind of stuff. That we'll do technical training. We'll also do racist race sensitivity training for you oh yeah we'll also do our very best to train you out of your bigot extreme patriot lifestyle and beliefs has your, it hasn't larvina already taught me that just your, my association with her your massive footprint for your big truck you drive around and everything oh, yeah. we got a lot of work to do on you <laughs> sir but there is redemption if you embrace the communist view if i could just join the democrat party there's hope for you my friend yes in fact you should raise money for them All right, man pleads guilty in Whitmer, that's Governor Whitmer, kidnap plot. And you're right, Sheriff, he did not agree to kidnapping. He he said, you know what, he's guilty of an attempt to kidnap that didn't get carried out. But here's the problem that I have with that narrative. In the beginning, the patriots who did this were saying that it was about citizens' arrest. They weren't trying to kidnap anybody. Uh, And so that narrative has now changed. And the reason that I bring this narrative change discussion is because Ammon Bundy and others Remember, there was dozens of those people that got in trouble over that. Most of them that did not cop a plea were free. And the ones that actually cop the plea were had tremendous pressure to do so by the government. I mean, threats by the government and everything else. Um, you know what? We're going to lock you away forever or for life or for this. And they just put the scare into them to the point where a few caved and copped their pleas. The problem with that is the only ones that now regretted are the ones that gave in and copped the plea and changed their story or testified against somebody else or whatever other belligerent Gestapo-type tactics that are being pushed against them. Um, do you think this is the case here? Because I just find this very strange. We go on a mission to try to citizens arrest the governor for her abuses of the law and power. Americans are getting sick of the abuses of power. So some patriots try to do something that they believe is within the law, and then it gets turned around, and now they're, quote, kidnappers. And now the guy that supposedly copped the plea is going to testify against his buddies. I just find the whole thing super strange well as soon as you said that he did that then i said well they're trying to uh flip him and uh, have him testify against the others and it might even be uh, a narrative that the fbi are making up for him to say about the others because the evidence should be very clear were they trying to kidnap her or were they trying to arrest her as citizens arrest and and have her answer for all the crimes and illegal acts that she has committed. That is huge, and it shows lack of intent on kidnapping. So uh, if they're getting this guy to flip, then, well, then they might be making up a case against the others. And I, and I don't know the whole narrative, but the reason I don't that either. I bring it up is because in future cases, such as Larvita, we walk right in here, and what does it say on the door over there? Something about, what does it say? Cease operations or something like that. Oh, she's got a cease and desist order on it? That's what it looks like over there. Oh. So, you know, the government forces her to put up this sign, right? Uh, and you got this scenario, and then at some point it's like, hey, we'll ruin your life. We'll take your daughters. I don't know what we'll do, but we'll do And then all of a sudden, Larvita's like, mm, maybe I better not play ball and I better cop a plea. And we've learned that that's one of the most foolish things you can ever do. Yeah, it is. And I and I said that uh, way back a long time ago. I, I even was interviewing uh, a suspect in a case and he kept telling me that he wasn't guilty. And I said, then plead not guilty. 
And he goes, well, you guys keep trying to get me to plead to something I didn't do. And I said, look, if you are innocent, I would never ask you to plead guilty. Now, let me let me say this again. This is something that all bureaucrats, all professional do-gooders, all government elected and appointed and whatever uh, employees, listen and listen carefully. Say that again, Sheriff, because this is really important. Uh, the, the part about not pleading. Yeah. Yeah, if you are uh, innocent, if, if you, you did are, not commit the crime. Right. If you are if you are innocent of this crime, I would never advise you or ask you or try to coerce you to pleading guilty. And that is the position that every honest government official who has sworn an oath should be saying, right? Well, you know where that's, that really starts up at the very top. It starts at the yes, county attorney and, and the prosecutor. They don't want to go to court. Court is very time-consuming, and they want to keep their, their record intact. So if they can get people to plead, to take a plea and take a plea bargain, then their record stays high, and that's really what it's about. I got a 97% conviction rate. As long as they can get somebody to plead guilty, even to a lesser charge, and, and they never even serve time, those guys, those prosecutors get to keep their win-loss record going. Because they can say, yes, we said you're guilty and you pled guilty and now you are, and therefore we're not going to really debate. And it's not like a basketball game where you break down the stats for real. Right. These are general categories. And, hey, we got you to cop the something, so therefore you're guilty. So, therefore, you know what? Our guilty plea and our conviction on this is a 100%, right? And when they run for office or they put in to be a judge, they use their win-loss record as the number one priority of their qualifications to be an elected officer to be appointed to some judgeship somewhere well if it was a basketball or something like that would get more finite statistics wouldn't we yeah where we yeah, kind of know really so. what's going on but i but i bring this all up though because i really want it to be clear this isn't something that's an opinion or oh i'm just doing the best for you that i can sir you're in big trouble and higher ups are going to convict you so i'm going to advise you to this or that as a as a appointed, uh, what's it called when you get an attorney appointed, assigned to you? What's it called? I don't have an attorney, so they give me representation. A defender. A public defender. That's what it is. A public defender. Okay. And a lot of times the public defenders will say, listen, they're going to barbecue you, buddy, so you want to plead guilty here. And even though, I, you know, you might not be guilty, but look, they, I've got the charges negotiated for you. And uh, I want to. That's doing a disservice, Sheriff, to the innocent. It really is. Yeah, it is. There's no question about it. Uh, I, I knew of a case up in Idaho where a mother got charged with uh, shaking baby syndrome. And uh, she was already uh, so distraught about uh, losing her child. Uh, the child died. And uh, the prosecutors came in and did not have any evidence except that it looked like uh Shaking baby syndrome. The evidence is anecdotal. We don't have any proof, Correct. but we do see signs of, and it's, so therefore, it's a, yes, it's coincidental. And uh, this this lady up there in court telling the judge that she was guilty when she wasn't, and she was just crying and so distraught, and to take a plea, uh, all because of the prosecutor. And the prosecutor used to be a rookie cop with me in Provo, and uh, I was so ashamed of him. And I was so ashamed of what they were doing to this lady. And uh, she claimed that the baby had fallen off the table. And uh, I, and I'm sure it was. And, and just to say that she grabs the By baby the way, and shakes By any of us it, that have had kids know. know how easy that is to happen. Oh, gosh, yeah. 
and and so uh, there's always an exception to the rule, and they were acting like the shaken baby syndrome was absolute, 100%. As soon as we have it, then whoever was with the baby at the time is guilty of murder. And Of course, oh, if that gosh. baby could have been murdered before that baby even had a chance to live, that would have been all right. Yeah, of course. Uh, just not now, see there. And I mean, it's just so psychotic. And the, the, I bring this up, though, because I don't want patriots to cave. And I don't want patriots to be yeah. deceived into believing they'll be better off uh, accepting a lie or living a lie or copying to whatever in an effort to make their sentences lighter or whatever. Um, we need to stand with the truth, folks. And we need to trust God and trust the system and demand the system uh, will deliver the truth. And I know in many cases it doesn't. I understand all that. But I really believe we need to defend that. So I bring all this around, long story, to say, what is Larvita guilty of, Sheriff? Trying to feed her family and to keep her business open. She has to cease and desist in doing that? Yeah, they, uh, the posted order that uh, uh, Bethany just showed us was says uh, cease and desist order. And so. I don't know who has the authority to do the cease and desist. Well, if she like was the sheriff or if, what? If she was doing so, uh, it looked like the health department or the state. Yeah, Minnesota Health Department. Minnesota Health Department, do they have authority to just, like, shut people down and stuff? If, if the sheriff gives it to them. <laughs> Wait, hold on now. If the sheriff gives it to them? Well, if he lets it, if he just gets out of the way and lets them do whatever they want, then, yeah, the sheriff is giving it to them. What can the sheriff do? Tell them to stay out of his county. Even if, it's, even if they have an office here in his county, which is likely. Maybe uh, he should shut he, their office down in his county. Yeah, go put looks locks on it. No, he's he, all he has to do is call him or go over and visit him and say, uh, "We're not going to do this to anybody in my county." You know, all these sheriffs across the country are saying, "I won't enforce it," but the other question on that is, will they stop other bureaucrats from enforcing it, who have no law enforcement authority? Yeah, in other words, no law is, enforcement training. One is defensive, one is offensive, right? Correct. So the defensive one says, "I won't enforce it. I'm just going to lay back." Right. The offensive one says, and not only that, I will stand um, in between these bureaucrats who have no authority yeah. and the innocent people who are being abused. I will erect a barrier here. See, you're, now you're talking about interposition. Let's do it in seconds. <laughs> this is the good sheriff, Richard Mack, and I am yours truly, Sam Bushman. We are live from Haven's Garden Restaurant, and I guess there's a cease and desist order. Are we told to cease and desist broadcasting, Sheriff? Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? I believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people who have a moral compass. I don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life, born and not yet born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? 
Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sam Bushman, the good sheriff, Richard Max with me. We are live from Haven's Garden Restaurant. We are in, what is this, Lind, Minnesota? All right, there you go. We're live. We're talking All about All 448 the sacred... population. No, I'm here, sir. There's 449. We just increased increase the uh, population to 51. That's right. All right. Wait a minute. What is it? What, 48? 451 now. All right. You know what you should do, sheriff? You should move here and just change the votes. Ooh, that would be good. But really, we're actually talking about the sheriff, though, and he does have an obligation and a responsibility to interpose, to intercede, to erect barriers, uh, to protect the people. So Bethany just went and took a picture of the sign outside around the door when you come in. I want to have Bethany read this, and then I want to talk about this a little bit more, Sheriff, because this is critical. And you know what? I know it sounded like I was going around the barn, but I really wanted to get to this, though. The Ammon Bundy cases, the people plea, copying pleas on these other things versus... You know, where are we going to go if Americans are just forced to capitulate on everything over time? We have got to stand somewhere for something, or else we're going to be in the middle of the road getting hit by traffic going both directions, right? All right, Bethany, you want to read this for us? Yeah, it's from the Department of Health, and it says, Order to Cease Activity. Um, it has Haven's Garden in the address. Activity is a pretty interesting, broad term. Can I dance in here? Do you want me to keep going? Can I, can I come in here and broadcast live? What if I've, uh, I'm in here doing these things, but I got a clothes sign up? What if I got a mask on? What if I can prove that I've been vaccinated? Okay, you got all kinds of discussions. Go ahead. It says, pursuant to Minnesota statutes, section 144.99, subdivision 6, and executive order, Ms. Larvita Farquhar, Far- Farquhar. Farquhar yep. is hereby ordered to cease and desist operations at Haven's Garden. All food and beverage service activity must cease until violations are corrected and approved by the Minnesota Department of Health. How do you correct the violations? Go home. Well, then that would be a desist as well, wouldn't it? Well... I'm going to see. If the food is good, then I think she should stay open. So I'm going to test, test the oh, food I see. in just a little bit. So you just decide. If it's, if it's good food, you're going to keep it open. If it's not, you're just going if to slam good that food, sucker down. she can stay open. All right. It's yeah. delicious. We'll bring Deliciousness, it food coming on. <laughs> All right. So we're really talking about this, though, and I don't really know where the authority comes from. It says because of this statute, so this regulation, that regulation is probably put into bureaucrats, not by any legislative body. Right, Sheriff? Yeah. Most I, legislative, or I'm sorry, most regulatory, quote, statute stuff isn't really legislated fact anyway, right? Oftentimes it's put in by bureaucrats somewhere, by professional do-gooders, and then it's really eventually going to be battled at court if needs be at 
that's how they kind of roll, right? Well, what Bethany read made it kind of sound like because she was quoting some law, but the law she was quoting is that executive order. And so that's not a law. It's not even pretend legislation. It's the empty formalistic reasoning of some well-intentioned governor. In other words, well-intentioned means self-appointed dictator. Okay, but even on the news yesterday, they were saying Biden was legislating. Well, yeah, he has been. Yeah, sure. Shouldn't we arrest the legislative people that are legislating without legislative authority, Sheriff? Or why don't I just start legislating? Because I got some legislation I'd roll through, buddy. Oh, me too. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, me too. But but think about that, though. Shouldn't we be arresting people that are legislating without authority? Well, we really should. And, and uh, But you try that, and then you'll it, get busted, and then they'll say that you were kidnapping, and then you'll be forced to cop a plea to that. Right. Well, I, my suggestion would be to anybody that wants to do a citizen's arrest, uh, go through somebody who... Uh, uh, some public official to do it. If you're just doing it together because you got a group together and say, oh, we ought to arrest that person. No, I would highly suggest that you go through the sheriff uh, to make that happen and ask your sheriff to conduct a legitimate criminal investigation, just like Sheriff Pamela Elliott did in Edwards County, Texas, where she arrested about four or five public officials for corruption. She arrested them. Amen. And that's we really need to start doing this. So I'm not trying to be belligerent or anything, but I am trying to say, look, you can't just legislate if you're not part of the legislative body. Right. Okay, you just can't be doing that. I don't care if you're Joe. Oh, and by the way, Joe Biden yeah. has done more executive orders in his first two weeks or so of uh, being in office than Trump, Obama and Bush put together. And this is kind of the point. There's no authority. It's running off the rails. Joe is drunk, happy with with power. It's out. It's got to stop. Now, you ever heard that song? I don't know if you've ever heard it, but it's like a George Thurgood rock song. It's like, hey, bartender, come down here. You ever heard that? Afraid not. Sorry. All right. Well, I wonder if we ought to have the sheriff. Sheriff, come down here. <laughs> and what if we get uh, have the sheriff come and meet us at this restaurant and we sit down and have a bite to eat and we discuss this? I hope he'll come. I talked to him a couple of weeks ago. So I, he seems like a pretty open guy. You're going to get him on a horn and, 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 you know, make the invitation to come on? Because I'd like to discuss with the sheriff this. I'd like to see if the sheriff's willing to come on the radio and discuss this with us. I, I, you know, this is an issue that's really, um, when you get patriots that are willing to make a stand, um, it needs to be kind of a bellwether for what happens across the country. And there's restaurant owners starting to become the bellwether and stand up and say, hey, you know what? I appreciate that you want me to shut down. I know you think there's a pandemic. I know you think there's a crisis that justifies your dictator-style behavior. But you know what? I've got to make a living. And that's Larvita's point here is that, you know what? I'm not trying to be belligerent. I'm not trying to cause trouble. I'm not trying to go. I just want to run my dance studio and, and, and run my restaurant, and I want to feed people, and I want to feed my family. I mean, that's really Larvita's contention, right? That's it. And I'm saying to you, isn't that something that all Americans should stand with and for and get behind? I mean, the sheriff can understand that, can't he? It still amazes me uh, how the left that is pushing this pandemic and the executive orders and all the regulations and shutdowns and mass and uh, the hysteria and, yeah. behind that. And yet they claim that they really love Rosa Parks and that she was a hero. Well, come here. Yeah, get a little closer. Let me tell you right now, the reason that Rosa Parks was a hero is because she defied and stood against stupid laws. And now we're doing the same today 
and you're on the side of government. So which is it? You would have wanted Rosa Parks to be arrested and go to jail for what she did? Or people who stand against stupid laws and tyranny are heroes. And let me tell you how you stand against it in Rosa Parks Day. You go sit on the bus beside her. Exactly. And you say she has a right to sit here. You're actually sitting, but you're standing right. for the sacred cause of liberty, right? <laughs> now, what you do in this case is you come in and eat. You come in and eat? Yes, sir. Well, then bring in the food. We got all sorts of tables right here. I know they're working I on I could it, eat that French toast while I'm talking on your program. I know it. Sure. Okay. They're working on that. Where but what, I, what I'm getting across, <laughs> though, is that if we want to, the way you support her. So I'm inviting the sheriff to come down yeah. and eat with us. Oh, uh, Okay. Take off your mask there, buddy. Have a bite to eat. There's plenty of social distancing available in here. Yeah, this place is pretty big, dude. That's that's really available. That's true. (laughs) Okay, so let's social distance. Let's wear our masks in the front lobby where we're going through, if whatever. But let's stay open. And let's let a American female-owned business, Sheriff, operate. Is that so much to ask? I don't, I don't think it's too much to ask. And, All right, now and, Joe wants to get with Kamala, and they want to go ahead and give you $2,000 a month per person until the pandemic's over. Sheriff, when's the pandemic going to be over? Is it probably a week more, you think? Well, they were saying a week to 10 days of, you know, flatten the curve kind of thing about like a year ago, right? Yeah. Well, the curve's been flattening, but uh, it, they're still going after us. But uh, I, I, I don't understand it because Newsom was talking about yeah. lessening some of his mandates and cuomo was talking about we're going to open but we got to open smart and cuomo even said now you know he said this because you heard it too he even said if we don't get things open not going to have anything to open later on yeah do you think it's all going to be gone and lind could listen to that and agree well yeah you would hope so I mean, even if it doesn't agree with our whacked-out views, it can agree with that yeah. liberal view, right? Yeah, look at what all the liberals are saying. But how many people have died in Lind from the cocoa in the first place? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I think those it. statistics are important, don't you think? Well, sure they are. But I don't know. With just 448 people, I don't know. Yeah. Well, if 448 people died, there'd be nobody in the town. You could just take over a ghost town, Sheriff. Right. You know? Well, can't wait to move back here in the summer. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, it's cold in the winter. That's for sure. <laughs> Why can't people do all this for us in Hawaii? Sheriff wants to go to Hawaii and eat spam, doesn't he? Yeah, I know. I, and so, but. Well, you know who's the biggest farmland owner in America now? Ted Turner. Bill Gates. Oh, Gates is? Yes, sir. He said he was whining the other day on the Internet that he's sick and tired of all the uh, rumors about him. And they're not true. He's a nice guy. Well, then why don't you deed me some of the land so that you can make sure it's not true? Well, why don't you get him on your show and let him tell everybody what the truth is, that he doesn't want vaccinations and he doesn't want to kill half the population. He won't go on. He won't do it. Uh, he's too rich for that. Yeah. He'll he buy has you an estimated 242,000 acres in the United States, my friend. Why? Why does he have it? Yeah. Ask him. I don't know. Oh, okay. He's, he's buying up land left and right, though, I'll tell you that. You know, now I don't know how to bring this up to you, but I got to just get your take on this because I brought it up yesterday. Okay. You know how they had that thing where they shove it up your nose and about like ruin your brain, you know, stab your brain to get the cocoa test. You're not talking about the other end, are you? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. China came out. Yeah, China's coming out now saying, hey, up the nose and 
Make your eyes water. Ain't good enough now. Got to do the anal swab. Anal swab. <laughs> I'm serious. They're literally saying this. And by the way, after your anal swab, to make sure you're cool, you should wear three masks wherever you go. Yeah, the the triple mask thing. Yeah. Yes, sir. Because Fauci said if one's good, then two are better. So the why three. not three? Now then? four. Uh-uh, that's going too far, Sheriff. Yeah. Well. <laughs> what about what about though? Shouldn't you have them over your your eyes also? Because your eyes secrete a fluid. Yeah, I know, but as long as you're not driving, sure. Oh. Then you could do that, see. Well, maybe yeah, that's why the they're... whole nation blind. That's why they're that coming out with this self-drive car, so that you can cover everything. Oh, yeah. that's... A, now that now you're thinking. Yeah. But look, everybody would be blind that way, Sheriff. Then you wouldn't judge by, anybody by their color, would you? Are you prejudiced against blind people? Yeah. yeah. Hate them. <laughs> no, I, all I'm telling you is it's just interesting. Three masks. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> and then before Fauci said one mask wouldn't even do. One mask wasn't even necessary. Now they say you got to have three. One's well, better, two's great, or one's good, two's great, and three is what? Awesome? Yeah, I guess so. The the panacea to the pandemic? The nexus? Yeah. You know, when when is this psychota psych what is it? Psychoticism? What's the word? When is the psychoticness? Yeah. <laughs> when is this going to stop, people? Really, Larvita just simply wants to support her daughters and her. They just don't want to be on the dole and be socialists. They want to be free and they want to get up every day and work and they want to just live their lives and live and love and serve and work and, and, and do all the things that good people do everywhere. That's all they want to do, Sheriff. Why couldn't she live in Hawaii or she Florida? Minnesota, Sheriff. I know. It's cold up here. This Arizona boy just doesn't quite fit into this corner of the world. You got to buck up, brother. Put on a coat. Come on. I got it. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hour one of the can. Hour two coming up. Are we bringing on Larvita? We're going to get Larvita herself on the radio. And we're going to try to hunt down the sheriff. How's that? Let's get him. See if we can talk to him politely and peacefully and see if we can make a difference. What we're hoping to do is break some bread with him. Amen. All right. We'll do it. Sam Bushman. Larvita Farkler, HavensGarden.org, The Good Sheriff, Richard Mack, all live and on your radio. Hour one of the can, two coming up, LibertyRoundTable.com. We declare, we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. The only question is, will you help? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use always continues now, live from Haven's Garden Restaurant, ladies and gentlemen, HavensGarden.org. We are in Lind, Minnesota. We are live. There is a cease and desist order on the door. But I'm going to keep talking, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Everybody's talking. Our goal to promote God, family, and country and protect life, liberty, and property on your radio continues. This is the broadcast for January 29th in the year of our Lord, 2021. And this is hour two of two. We are live from Haven Garden Restaurant. And I have Larvita McFarquhar. She is the owner of Haven's Garden Restaurant. Welcome back, ma'am. Thank you for having me. Nice to meet you in person. 
Nice meeting you, too. Now, I want to know, who dances on this floor right here? Everyone. You're next. Not me. I don't yep. dance. Yes, you uh-uh. do. <laughs> yes. Not <laughs> happening. Yep, I'm telling you right now. you are going to dance. Let me just tell you something. Blind people don't dance. <laughs> who told you that lie? That blind people don't dance? <laughs> yes. Me. <laughs> Yep, yep. I'm the author of this lie. <laughs> I believe in the truth here. except for this. Yep, no, you'll be dancing. You'll have fun. So l- let me understand this, though. Mm-hmm. So you've got a dance hall mm-hmm. mixed with a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Food and dance always go together. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. I get it. Mm-hmm. And they're saying cease and desist over there. Mm-hmm. But they're pointing to an executive order. And the guy that issued the executive order is not in the legislative branch. Mm-mm. So to me, that's kind of a... <clears throat> constitutional crisis when we well they were never elected to legislate shouldn't we be arresting them i totally agree with you and we need the sheriffs that have the courage to stand up and do what's right all right is larvita loud enough ben i'm talking to my producer now ladies and gentlemen all right we'll wait and get an answer from Ben. say again is the larvita loud enough all right, yeah, she's good, too. Wonderful. Thank you so much. So, Larvita, I, I just look at this, though, and I go, are you prohibited from food, but yet people can still come in and dance? Truthfully, I have no idea what I'm prohibited from to them. I think they everything's closed, my gymnastics and But dance. can't you roll in and social distance? <laughs> yep. I mean, there's plenty of room in here. Mm-hmm. I would like to tell you again, um, yesterday I was reading through the um, – his mandates, unlawful, unconstitutional mandates that they have out there. Yeah. And I, fo- I followed every, I, fo- I followed the guidelines. There was nothing in there that I didn't do. He said if there's something in this, um, in this mandate that's, you're supposed to follow the Constitution and that law, and that's what I've done. There's nothing that I've done in there that I didn't do. So what they're doing is totally unlawful. So who do we need to talk to? Where do you go? Is the governor willing to sit down? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. I wish I knew. I'm I'm going to try to reach out. I asked a couple of friends, do you have the governor's phone number or um, Keith Ellison's number? And they said I could just call his office. So. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the governor's name? Walls. Tim Walls. Tim Walls? Mm-hmm. And is Tim Walls going to come on down here with us and the sheriff and eat? <laughs> I wish. I hope so. Because we could have the sheriff and me and you and Richard Mack and... And uh, the, the governor, Tim Walls, we could all sit down and social distance mm-hmm. and talk about this. Yes, I totally agree with you. Uh, they So far, they haven't been willing to do that? No, not at if all. If I come, how far is it from Utah to Minnesota? Mm. thousand miles? Mm-hmm. More? Yep. If I can come on down, the sheriff could make a little bit of time, couldn't he? Yes. How about the governor? I think so, too. I think so, that he's pushing out all these mandates and he's not seeing what's happening to the people. I, or maybe he has blinders on. I don't know. And is this about you're a Trump supporter? <laughs> or is I, this about making a living? What is this about in your mind, one? And two, what do you think is in their mind? In their mind, I think it's all about control. Okay. In my mind, it's um, they've overreached and are overreaching in the American people's lives, Minnesotans' lives, especially small businesses. But not only me, because we've all had the same mandate, stay in your house, don't go to church. That's when it really started for me, was the no going to church. Um, now, don't... you can go to a strip club, right? Yes, I, yes. It's not church, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can go to a liquor store, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you can't come in here and drink, what did you give me, this incredible carrot, apple, mm-hmm. blend? Yes. Homemade? Yes. Delicious as all get out? Oh, thank you. You can't have that, but I can go ahead and just get toasted and 
tie one on and get all hammered and then have to call the Uber? Yep. Well, you saw what happened. He took away everything. He couldn't even exercise. You know, I have the gymnastics gym. Kids weren't allowed to exercise, relieve stress. Parents weren't allowed to do anything. So I'm just wondering. But I got an idea. What if we relieve stress and we exercise and we eat well and everything else? We might not even be worried about the cocoa. Hmm. That sounds like a great idea. Hmm. I can't imagine who would think of that. Well, I could try to talk some sense into the sheriff. I would love it. What's his name, by the way? Eric Wallen. Eric Lollen? Wallen. 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 Tim Wall and Eric Whalen? Tim Walls. Walls. Mm-hmm. W-A-L-L-S? Um, no, W-A-L-Z. Oh, Walls. Yes. All right, Walls and Wallless? No. Whalen. Whalen. Wallen. Mm-hmm. All right. So we, we really want these gentlemen to sit down at the table. Uh, the Liberty Roundtable for discussion. And we really want them to um, have a, well, the, the rock song says have a drink on me, but what, what we'll do is just have a little food on us. <laughs> and then we'll talk about it and come up with maybe a solution that might let all parties succeed. What do you think of that idea? I think it would be wonderful, and I think it's time. Are you for social distancing? Mm, in what way? Well, they just want us to, you know, spread out a little bit and try mm-hmm. to be safe. Oh, I I totally agree. If people want to social distance, they they're more than welcome to social distance. I have my table set six feet apart, so yeah, if they want to social distance. That's on them. Again, I don't. I'm not going to make their choices for them. Oh, you I'm mean you don't want options. to just be a dictator in your own private property? Mm, no. That's, that's, you're inviting people to your restaurant, and mm-hmm. you're just saying, "Hey, would we want to create a welcoming atmosphere?" They're you're thinking that exactly. Well, I like that. That's what we ought to all do. I but if you follow that. the Prince of Peace, that's what we would do, right? Exactly. I mean, he was even, they were even bringing people through the roof to see him. And he was healing lepers, right? Yeah. He was touching them, but he should have stayed six feet apart. But Well, hmm. he should have been way further than six <laughs> feet, I'll tell you that. Exactly. When it's leprosy. Yep. But, uh, you know, they even had people, you know, lower sick people through the roof, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm just bringing that up, because our, our nation's built on these Christian principles and the, this ideal of, of, you know what, we serve one another. We um, kindly minister to one another, right? Yes. And I don't mean serve like a servant, like a slave kind of servant. I mean we willingly serve one another. Yeah, servant heart. Mm-hmm. As a society. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we should all be willing to serve us uh, or serve each other as, as God's children would treat one another, as brothers and sisters. I totally agree. That, that, that's kind of how I look at it. Of course, I, you know, I don't really... Um, Maybe you understand the repercussions from a scientific point of view. <laughs> See, isn't that what they try to do, though? They just yes. say, you know what? You don't know. Mm-hmm. You better listen to us. And that's really the problem that I have with this mentality is that um, listen to them. They're the ones that change their mind every other day. <laughs> Look, Fauci said no masks in the beginning. <laughs> and then he got caught saying no masks, and he said, well, I lied. <laughs> Why'd you lie? Well, because I didn't want all the medical personnel to not get masks because you might be wearing one. And now they're telling me to wear three, Larita. <laughs> I'm just going, well, I mean, if three's good, wouldn't four be better? I agree. And then I kind of go, why should I have three bad masks when I could get one good mask? Well, no, you can't get the good mask there for medical personnel. Wasn't that what you told me about the original masks? You know, I mean, I just feel like I'm an idiot. And I don't understand. I'm never keeping up. Now, I also know that they're working on global warming, Joe and crew. And when I go outside, it's super cold around here. Mm-hmm. Is it? Wouldn't do you think this would just warm up pretty soon? Yes. No. What's it like in the summer here? Is it nice? It's beautiful. Well, we do have the humidity and the mosquitoes, but besides that, we have the lakes. <laughs> do you like the mosquitoes? I love them. What? 
No, of course not. Do you like the the the, the <laughs> humidity? Um, no, not really. What brought you to Minnesota? Well, I moved here with my mom when I was four. When you were four, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty much raised here. Yep. And do you like it here? I have my days. Are you going to stay here? As of right now, I. Or don't are you just going to say you tyrannical thugs go fly a cut? I'm out. That's where I'm. I'm at. For real? For real. Because I bring this up because I think that people are doing that. I mean, Rush Limbaugh left New York. Mm-hmm. Glenn Beck left New York. Donald Trump's leaving New York, right? Our friends who are leaving Minnesota who's closing down their business because the governor went after him. And he's just saying, I've just had enough. Yeah. Now, I know after the riot, some of these other places do, so people are sick of the other towns. Where are you going to go? I have no idea. Utah's a beautiful place. <laughs> yes, I've been there. Did you so, like it? I did. We don't have humidity. Mm. We don't have a lot of mosquitoes. We do have all four seasons. Ooh, it's getting sounding even better. We have a very family-friendly. Yeah. The only problem is we have Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> we can get rid of him, though. That's now, easy. what if Larvita runs against Mitt? <laughs> what do you think? Sheriff Mack, what do you think of that? Larvita can run against Mitt if Trump won't do it. I think you should run. Me? Yeah. I could never run for politics. Why? Too truthful? Well, first <laughs> off, yeah. I mean, the first thing I'd say is I'd just be honest, and they'd just be like, oh, we can't have you. <laughs> they'd be like, what are you going to give us from the Treasury? What are you going to give And I'd say, you don't deserve anything. What are you, a socialist? And they'd go, you're an enemy of the people, aren't you? I'd be yep. like, no. I'm a liberty-loving American that wants to stand by the Constitution. Mm-hmm. You're one of those right-wing extremists, aren't you? You know, and what I mean is it would just go nowhere. Yep. I belong as a talk show host. <laughs> and I belong making sure that we do our very best to promote good people and that we call uh, bad people to account. That's what I do. Very true. You know, and, and, and I'm a little too candid for pol- politician stuff. Mm-hmm. Plus, my wife would kill me if I ran for office. <laughs> She'd say, uh-uh. Well, you're really good at what you do, so we need you. Well, talk show host stuff I love. You want to know why I like it so much? Why? Because I get to learn about people mm-hmm. and their lives and what makes them tick. And I get to learn about any subject on the planet I want. Oh. If I want to learn about a new subject, all i got to do is get a great guest, somebody who knows, who's forgot more about it than I'll ever know, probably, mm-hmm. and just talk to them and learn and learn. and le- It's just incredible. That's why I like being a talk show host. I also like to advocate for the sacred cause to which we're always engaged. We are live from Haven's Garden Restaurant, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sam Bushman. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? 
Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, ladies and gentlemen, live from Haven's Garden Restaurant on your radio, Sam Bushman. The good Sheriff Richard Mash running around here. In fact, Sheriff Mash could try to get a hold of the sheriff. Somebody said we ought to call the sheriff on air. And uh, we could do that, but we're trying to be mild. We're not trying to cause havoc. We're not trying to stir up trouble. We are trying to really have open discussions about America, about how do we keep this nation open? How do we uh, make everybody happy? You know what? The pandemic folks that are panicking. Uh, they have a lot of fear and no faith kind of an idea. Uh, and how do we make them happy? But at the same time, how do we remain open and support ourselves? Right. There's a there's a big to do about this discussion. Uh, and, and we want to sit down with the sheriff. What's this county called? Say it again. You can come on the radio. Pick that up. There you go. Come on. It's Lyon County. Spell it. L-Y-O-N. Lyon. It's not Lynn. Well, this is Lynn, the city of Lynn. All right, but that's Lyon County. Mm-hmm. Lynn in Lyon County. All right, and I, I just want to know, you know, it, how many people have died in the city of Lynn or the town of Lynn? Or the what is it? Is it a town? Yes. Is it a is it a village? It's not, well, it feels like a village, but yes, yeah, I think it's it's a town. It's a town. Mm-hmm. All right, and, and how many people have died from the COVID from in this town? Hmm, none that I know of. Doesn't mean there hasn't been, but none that yeah, I but, know of. But the numbers aren't significant. A whole town would be wiped out. I'd, I'd be able to buy a ghost town, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. And I, and I bring this up because it's an important question to talk to the sheriff about saying, you know, how many people have really died? And if we're willing to have social distancing by choice, if we're willing to let people wear masks by choice, uh, and you know what? People come in. Why can't they exercise and dance and eat? I would use the word responsibly. Mm-hmm. Right? Why yes. not? Yeah, I don't know. And if he says, because the governor says no, then I'd say, does the governor have a law? Well, yeah, by executive order. Well, that's the wrong branch of government, Sheriff. Okay, if I want to be the sheriff, then I'm just going to say everybody can walk into the restaurant. Well, Sam, you can't be sheriff. Nobody elected you. Right, and no one elected the governor to legislate (laughs) either. Exactly. Okay, are we going to be a nation of laws and checks and balances, or are we not? And if you say, well, we're going to pick and choose, we're going to let some people di- be dictators, but not others. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to say, but you're going to be mad if people raise an army to take you on then. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not suggesting we should do that. I'm making a point. And the point is, the constitutional republic that we have is designed to have peaceful remedies, peaceful solutions for the discussions that we have and the problems we face, right? 
And if we're going to remain peaceful, it's going to require that we obey those fundamental checks and balances. And Sheriff, you have been elected by the people of Lyon County. Lyon County to protect the people and uphold the law. And if the governor is acting, pardon the pun, out of order with an executive order, then I order you to order him to stop. I agree. When I say I, I mean we the people. I don't mean Sam Bushman. Mm -hmm. But we the people need to tell the sheriff that needs to stop. You work for us. We elected you. And we elected you to protect us and to keep the peace. And it's not very peaceful when people are shutting down restaurants. When people need to make a living. That's not very peaceful. In fact, why don't we have an era of uniting as as Joe Biden wants? Why don't we unite and say, look, we have got to allow people to make a living. If we can't unite on that, what can we unite on? I leave a little bit of silence to ponder the question and say, you know what? These are not light matters. These are weighty matters for us to discuss. And what I don't want to do is be discussing these two years down the road when everybody's left Minnesota or everybody's businesses are shut down because it's a little bit like a day late and a dollar short then, right? Exactly. All right, so Larvita, what are you going to do? Are you just going to stay open and they're going to haul you off to jail? Is that what we're going to do? I'm staying open. What You're staying open? What they think beyond that is up to them. I'm, I'm not closing. And we think putting good, honest, hardworking Americans in jail like Larvita is going to solve anything? Or is that just going to create more angst and more anger and more frustration and less trust? See, these are really the discussions that we need to have. And I would invite the sheriff not only to come down and break bread with us and discuss it privately, but I'd like to invite him to our public event tonight. If he wants to roll in with a mask on, by all means, sheriff. Put your mask on and roll down, sir. But I want to discuss these principles, these sacred principles to which the greatest country on the face of the earth has held sacred for so long that now we seem to be jettisoning with reckless abandon. Why are we doing that? What do we think is at the end of that rainbow is what I would ask. And I'm telling you, there's nothing but heartache and mistrust and confusion and dishonor and failure at the end of that rainbow. What's at the end of the rainbow if we promote God, family, and country? If we protect life, liberty, and property? And the answer is the greatest country on the face of the earth with the greatest economic engine ever created, ever known to man is at the end of that rainbow. It has been in the history is in the proof. Or the proof is in the history, I should say, right? Okay, Larvita, if you leave, Minnesota, I submit to you, has had a great loss. Now, don't get me wrong. We'd love you to move to Utah and run against Mitt Romney. But what I'm saying, though, is what a sad tale to tell when we drive out the good. Pretty soon you're going to be left with just the afraid people on the sidelines and the bad. That's all you're going to have, right? How dumb am I? All right. Um, tell me what your daughters think of all this. I want to I get your daughters on the radio. Are they willing to come on the radio? Probably not. No? I, I tried to tell them they're supposed to be on their way, but... Do you think I can convince them? We can try. We can try. Yeah, do you think I can convince them, though, Rita? Um, maybe. I, I, I'm a pretty convincing kind of guy. Are you? I hope. I can try. We'll see what happens. I don't want to be too cocky, but I can, I can work <laughs> on it. Might be able to get one. One? Maybe two. I don't know. If we'll see. They're not here, but we'll try. There's, 
what, five of you, mom yeah. and four daughters? Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys all have, you, you've raised your children all in Minnesota as well? No. No. We just moved back to Minnesota um, five years ago to start this. And you were where? In Virginia. Do you like Virginia better? Um, no. I mean, I miss the small town. We're in a pretty big city. And so I wanted to come home and be with my neighbors and my friends. And Okay. Family. So you're, to you, it's coming back. Yeah. Your daughters, though, grew up in Virginia? Mm-hmm. Do they like it here better? Um, yes and no. They've made a lot of friends, so they love that. That's what small towns do, Larvita. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it brings out the best in people. It brings out the wave at your neighbor. It brings out knowing the people around you. It brings out all those things that America, in my opinion, holds up as the blessing of our nation. Mm-hmm. You know, the bigger city you get, the less accountable people become. Yes. Which is sad but true. All right, so... What are people going to be eating today? Is it your normal menu? Do you have specials? What do you got going on? Um, today, we're actually technically not open till the evening. But for you guys, we are going to be having French toast and waffles, eggs, sausages, um, and O'Brien. I don't know if you know what those are, like hash browns with green peppers and onions. And Well, I love hash browns. You call them O'Brien's? Well, the, it's sort of, yes. It's a little bit different than regular hash Tell me what that means. So they're cut in like cubes, and then it has onions and peppers inside it. And it's so all it's just, together. all you got to do is forget O'Brien's and forget hash browns and just say pure deliciousness. <laughs> right? Yes. And that just sounds delicious. <laughs> I love the vegetable. Now, Haven's Garden is a very unique uh, restaurant in that it provides healthy foods and alternatives, right? Yes. It's not just everything. Right. Uh, and I bring that up, though, because I kind of would like to ask the sheriff, if people are able to get good quality food to strengthen their immune systems, is that positive or negative on a cocoa point of view? You think it would be positive, right? Eating good food and stuff. But yet they want to shut everybody down. Everybody have to eat Crestables or what are those things called? Uncrustables? Is that what they are? Okay, people would be eating that stuff instead. And we think they're going to be healthier doing that? See, I think not. I don't think I don't think that works like that. I think the better, more healthy food we can put in our bodies, the better off we are. Food and exercise delivered here is what the sign outside should say. <laughs> and the governor um, has he ever eaten here? No. We got to make that happen too. Get the governor to eat. I bet you if he eats here, he might change his mind, huh? Mm, hopefully. It'd be like, because right at the start, Richard said, I'm going to test the food. Mm-hmm. There's the sheriff. If, if the food's good, I'm going to keep it open. <laughs> you know, a little bit of a joke, but, you know. It, you know well, that I could understand. <laughs> you say to a way to a man's heart through his belly, right? Mm-hmm. Feed him well and he love you forever, right? Kind of an idea. So that, that's important. All right. Um, <clears throat> what does the, 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 the city council say? Is there a city council in this town? Um, or a town council or whatever? Yes, there's a town council. How many people are on it? Um, let me think. One, two, three, four, five, six. About seven, I believe. Wow, it's massive. And are they standing up? I don't really know where they stand. What if we call them and ask them? Well, they only meet once a, once a month. We can but... call them up by name, can't we? Oh, we could, yeah. All right, got to do that. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Liberty Roundtable, live. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. A gas line carrying liquid nitrogen ruptured at a poultry processing plant in Georgia on Thursday morning, killing six people and injuring 11 others. It happened Thursday morning at Foundation Food Group Plant in Gainesville, Georgia. Witnesses say there was no explosion and appears that nitrogen merely overtook oxygen levels. A Navy warship docked in San Diego is contending with a COVID-19 outbreak. Officials confirmed that some members aboard the USS Chaffee, which arrived in San Diego from Hawaii last weekend, have tested positive for the virus. 41 of the ship's 350 crew members are in quarantine with either a positive diagnosis or possible exposure. None have been hospitalized. In-person classes in Chicago for pre-kindergarten and special education students were canceled again on Thursday as labor disputes between teachers and school officials over the district's COVID-19 safety plan remains unresolved. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The product that you have given me here is, as far as I'm concerned, sent to me from heaven. I love it a great deal. It's hard to find anything that's real nowadays. I enjoy it immensely. It's making my life so much better. I feel so much better. And during this pandemic, I have no worries whatsoever. My immune system has got to be at a top-notch level. I don't seem to get colds or anything. I don't know what getting sick is anymore. This is so cool. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Birth rates in America are dropping. USA Radio News' Tim Berg has more. Some people thought the extended lockdowns would bring a little baby boom. The opposite happened with birth rates falling across the United States. Florida saw an 8% drop with Ohio declining 7% and Arizona sliding 5%. Demographer Lyman Stone wasn't surprised. He says lockdowns communicate worry and a negative outlook on society, which motivates pessimism about fertility. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. We have some sad news to report. Cicely Tyson has died. First of all, I have to tell you, I absolutely never expected to have President Obama hang a medal on my neck. All things are possible. Only believe. Cicely on Steve Harvey's TV show talking about receiving the Medal of Freedom honor from President Obama. USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, live on your radio, black actress passed away, if you didn't hear. What's her name? Cicely Tyson. Cicely Tyson. Our prayers are with her and her family. What a sad tale. You know, I know dying is part of this life and everything, and as Christians, we believe there's life after this life. Uh, We believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, so that's wonderful. But I'm just saying it's hard for people and families, and the loss of a loved one is never fun. So our prayers are with their family, and anyway, what a sad tale to tell. But uh, I guess she was in Roots and all kinds of stuff, right? All right. Anyway, enough of that. But, Larvita, you were also, what, a high school coach? I was the high school head gymnastics coach. And what happened? Um, They fired me. Or I should say they wouldn't renew my contract because I wouldn't wear a mask. But it wasn't only me. My daughters, my oldest two daughters, were also the assistant coaches. And 
they fired them too. So, yeah. No mask, no jobby. Huh? Yep. So they much used- for executive orders to follow because I had an exemption and I gave the school has those exemptions. But, you know, they get to, again, pick and choose what part of the law mandates because they're not laws they want to um, pick. Now, since you grew up here, how does that work? Are these people that you've known for a long time? Yeah, it's pretty sad because my who I love, um, Mr. Swope, he's on the school board, was my principal. And when you were a little kid, mm-hmm. and then and he's also the principal now. When you're no, he's no. just on the school board. Okay, he's and, on the school board, and yeah. so now you're a grown woman mm-hmm. coming back. He knows you from forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does he say now? Well, I was, I guess. The more I thought about it, my friend just asked me yesterday. That's why this is so crazy. And um, Mr. Chapman, I, him and his daughter and I used to dance together. But they all voted unanimously to um, let me go. So no one said anything. And I don't know if it's really pressure from the inside and they just had to go along to get along or if they really feel that way. It's very hard to determine people's intentions, right? Yeah. Nevertheless, it's a sad tale to tell. Is it hard to be around town now? Um. They're yeah. like, oh man, here comes Larvita. Holy crap! <laughs> I don't know. I think so, probably. I mean, is it, do you feel that way? Does it feel like that? Um, or are people kind and respectful? They're still kind and respectful, but it's. Oh, I said I've never felt such racism in my life compared to this. Like going any place without a mask on, even in Marshall. Racism. Like, yeah, this I call this racism. What do you mean? Um, I'm being discriminated against because I can't and won't wear a mask, even though I have a doctor's exemption. Right, so we're not talking about black-white racism. Oh, no, never that. Nope. We're talking about racism in that, hey, if you're the race that wants to have the mask God gave you, exactly. that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. you got to have a man-made mask. Now. Yep. See, because I always look at people and say, how do you like my mask? And <laughs> they look at me and they're like, what? <laughs> kind of like you don't have one. I say, God gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And if he gave me your mask, I'd look like you. Mm. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. But isn't that how it is? Exactly. All right. Um, so uh, when you walk around town, are you polite to everybody too, or do you get a, are you kind of mad at these people? <laughs> no, I'm not mad at them. You're not. You're not just like you're the sucker that voted me <laughs> off the off the survivorship of the school coaching, and now I'm mad. No, nope. not at all. All right. So you're still kind and respectful, and you just realize it's it's a casualty of the situation or system, not necessarily individuals per se. Um. Yes and no. I mean, from the, in the beginning, I was like that. You know, I would make excuses. I tend to do that sometimes. You know, just thinking this is their job. But yeah, then, and you want to defend people that you've known mm-hmm. forever because you think they're good people, and in your mind, it's hard to to deal with right. the disappointments, right? Yeah. But then I realized it's not just a job. They're supposed to do the right thing, and that's what they're called for. They're up there leading our children, leading the school. In which direction are we going to take them? Are we going to take, teach our kids to be cowards and to back down or to stand up and fight for our country and what we believe in? I thought that's what they were teaching me. I thought that's what we were supposed to be teaching our children. Well, it's supposed to be in theory, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be the ideal. It's like you, on the 4th of July, let me explain something. You're supposed to wave the flag, okay? Mm-hmm. Then next 4th of July, you're supposed to wave the flag, right? Mm-hmm. And what I mean is to some of these people, they've, they've never really had to deal with the tough decisions of liberty Mm. right liberty is not free liberty has a very high cost to it and it means that we all stand up or we suffer together it means that we cannot capitulate in in the key moments it's one thing to be a sunshine patriot and wave the flag on the fourth of july that's that's one thing and those are good things but it's not enough 
to be a vanguard of liberty. It's not enough. You've got to stand up when the times are tough, when people's rights are being violated, or when people are unfairly dealt with, when there's not justice in the system. Then just people must come to the rescue. That's, that, that's the genius of America, right? Yes. All right. What, what about other people then? Are, are your friends split on this too? Oh, yes. In other words, you've had friends growing up your whole life, and you know you were, I assume, in dance and some of these things as a youngster too, right? Mm-hmm. And now you grow up and you're the dance coach. And so really, I mean, you pretty much know everybody here. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, you, obviously, you know some people better than others, but mm-hmm. hey, if there's a town of 440-something people, you know, and if, seen, and if you grew up here, you know everybody. Yeah, but it's more the town of Marshall, which is five minutes away from here. Um, that's where the school was. That's where I was coaching. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, what is, is it just split 50-50, or how, how many people support, are most people against you? <sighs> that's a tough question. Um, yes and no. I get a lot of people undercover who will say stuff to me, like I'll go through the checkouts. You know, the people are, you know, working behind the counters. They'll be like, I'm, you know, I'm whispering, sorry, I, I follow you on Facebook and I support you. But, um, but then I have the other ones who are my friends, you know, they're more vocal about not agreeing with me and stuff like that. And what do they think? They think you should just, will they, will they help? Like if you create a GoFundMe, will they donate every month so you can feed your family? (laughs) Yeah, right. No, that's the point. That's what's funny to me too. They don't. Because I really want these down. people to deal with reality, though. Yeah, they if don't. Larvita doesn't do this and she doesn't coach and she doesn't have a dance studio and she doesn't have a, a restaurant, what does Larvita do? How does Lavar- Larvita pay the bills and stuff? This is something you can't just escape and pretend we don't have to discuss. Right? you got to discuss this. This is reality. At some point, the bill's going to come and you either have your lights on or they turn them off, right? This is not something we can put off forever. It's not something we can avoid. Are they just saying, wait for Joe? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're saying? It's like, wait on Joe Biden. He'll, he'll vote you a large desk from the Treasury, and you'll just get a check every month. Is that what they say? Or do they just not really discuss it to the degree that I'm digging in? They don't even discuss it to that degree. They just live their lives, and it doesn't affect them. Because you could just go to some of these people and just say, I'm moving in. <laughs> I don't have a house anymore because they thugs <laughs> took it from me, so I'm just moving in. Is that cool? Yes. <laughs> You could just squat at the park. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's too cold out there. You can't yeah. do that. You have to wait till summer. When does it get warm around here anyway? Um, well, we get some fake warm days in April, May. So Fake warm days mm-hmm. in April and May? Maybe February. As long as the sun is shining, we think it's warm, so we're good. Yeah, I get that. Because yeah. in Utah, we're like that. It's 40 yep. degrees outside. We get shorts on. I understand. <laughs> yep. um, especially when you get a good, nice, sunny day. The cold isn't near as cold as it seems or feels, right? Mm-hmm. It's 25 degrees outside now, so it's not too bad, right? No. This is beautiful weather for Minnesota. Especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. Is it usually minus? Yeah. It's January. It's usually minus. Wow. All right. Well, you'll you'll have to come to Utah and spend some time with us. I would love to. You want to do it? Yep. All right. We're going to make it happen. Okay. And the good sheriff's going to have to come to Utah, too. We're trying to get the sheriff to move to Utah, but he's, he's <laughs> sticking in Arizona. He's trying to get all the good people to move there. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's a very family-oriented place. It's too yeah. liberal, though. We got a bunch of, well, we got Romney there. That, I don't even need to say anymore, right? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, what else can we as a people do to help you? Obviously, money for attorneys matter, right? Where you at on the GoFundMe? Or no, you use a different service than GoFundMe, right? Give, send, go. Give, send, go. And just type in Larvita. I'm convinced that name is so unique. It's a great name, but it's a unique name to where if you just go, go fund, GoFundMe. 
Give, send, go. Oh, give, send, go. Wow, I don't know why I'm... Give, send, go. And then just type in Larvita. L-A-R-V-I-T-A. I-T-A. And how much have you raised so far? 40000 you need like 400000 huh? <laughs> I don't know. My lawyer just told me yesterday we need to raise it because um, if I, we, don't know what, we don't know what the governor is doing. We don't know. I don't even know. I don't have any words. I don't know what we have to do. Sadly. Sad to say I don't. Sadly, it's become just a day-by-day deal, huh? Yes, very much so. Do you think that they're going to come in and do a raid? <laughs> Sorry. On what would they? I don't know. Well, they just come and raid and shut down your business, change the locks, and kick you out. And... Um, they could. I thought about that in the beginning. I haven't thought about it much lately. But you know, the sad part is, again, people don't realize the governor has opened up the state to fifty percent for restaurants now, but yet she's still fining me. And so for what exactly? Because I'm telling you right now, the fifty percent. There's not very many of us in here right now. Right. Exactly. And the reason that there's not primarily is because it's not your normal hours. Right. So people need to understand that as well. It's just my show is in the hours that aren't um, typically um, hours for your restaurant. Right. You know, the finer restaurants do that, though. A lot of the finer the restaurant, the more they have less uh, or restricted hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? The nicer the restaurant, the they're open for lunch, and then they're open for dinner. Sometimes they're only open for dinners and right. stuff like that. So you're you're following the that. Well, why? I, I just don't understand then why fine you if you can be fifty percent open. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe everybody else can be fifty percent open because they complied and you wouldn't comply, and therefore you're just in the doghouse forever. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's about? Well, I believe so because um, you know they're trying to take my license again, even though my Southwest South. In human services gave me my license back they voted unanimously and um the minnesota health department came in and said no we supersede them and i said but the right. Sorry. why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less anybody ever had less money this year than you had last anybody better have a one percent pay cut you deal with it that's what government needs a one percent pay cut if you take a one percent pay cut across the board you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places 
is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Live and on your radio, time flies when you're having fun. We don't even have much time. Larvita McFarquhar with me. We're talking about Harvin's Gate. Wow. <laughs> Haven's Garden Restaurant, ladies and gentlemen. Havensgarden.org. And uh, we are going to be live tonight. I, Sam Bushman, am going to speak for a little bit. Good Sheriff Richard Mack is going to speak as well. We're going to have a lot of fun at festivities, I'll tell you that right now. And uh, if you want to watch the proceedings, you can do so on YouTube, right, Larvita? Yes. Please go to Larvita M on YouTube and subscribe. We need enough subscribers because they have all these restrictions and everything else. And if you get enough subscribers, then they're like, you're for real. <laughs> if you become too for real, then they want to shut you down. But you yes. can be for real enough exactly. if you have a thousand people, right? Yep. All right. Now, Facebook shut down Larvita primarily because she was um, peacefully exercising her First Amendment rights. And they don't like that, I guess. So that's kind of a problem. Uh, and, and I find that interesting because, again, I don't really, as I look around, I don't really understand what Larvita's doing wrong. Like, what laws has she broken? What, what, what is the cause of all this? What is the, and I don't really understand. I know they'd say, well, she's been told to cease and desist because of an executive order of the governor of the state of Minnesota. I understand all that, but I don't understand the core. I don't understand what is she doing wrong. Why must she cease and desist? Well, because she's not social distancing. Well, in this town, uh, you're social distancing by very nature. It's tiny. Okay, well, she's uh, not wearing masks. There's no law that's been legislatively driven that's passed the state legislative body in the state of Minnesota to wear a mask, is there? Well, our governor is trying to push that through right now. I know, but he's not in the legislative branch. We've been over this, and I, and I really think this is important to highlight again. All right, so we're going to be tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, what, gates open or doors open at 5? Yes. And you just got to pass the cease and desist sign on your way in. <laughs> Take a photo of that dude, put it up on social media, spread the word, and they'll probably shut down your account too. <laughs> You'll be rewarded handsomely for your efforts. Uh, nevertheless, though, we're going to gather, we're going to talk, we're going to eat, and then we're going to speak, and we're going to learn about the sacred cause of liberty together. We're going to encourage one another. Did you know courage is contagious? Yes. It's kind of a cool idea, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, so um, that's happening. And then uh, we're going to eventually load up a, a truck. Larvita's going to move to Utah. Her four daughters are going to protest at first. But over time, they're going to love it. All right. Anyway, um, we will keep working on getting a hold of the sheriff. I do want to get a hold of the town council, though, because I do want to have them. What we need to do is put these people on record. Okay? We need their stance public to where people can know. Because a lot of those people that are whispering, Larvita, we support you, they will vote. And I want to know which town's council people, you know what, stand for your rights and those who don't. And I want to vote out those who don't and peacefully put those who would uphold your rights in positions of, some would say authority, I would say service. Right? That's what, that's what we need more of. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I've Went to dinner with Larvita last night, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I had delicious soup. What's that place called? The Hitching Post. The Hitching Post. I went to the Hitching Post. And I didn't hitch up anything because Richard Mack drives a truck. <laughs> but I went there and it was delicious. I had the potato soup. It was a baked potato soup. It was delicious. 
Yep, their food is really good. I had that in the Caesar salad. It was excellent. Anyway, but we're talking, and I was learning about some of the people that are surrounding Larvita right now. And I'll leave some of them nameless, but, you know, some of them were on the radio with us before uh, talking about their um, stand at the Capitol and how peaceful it really was. And, you know, they're testifying from the ground different from what you hear from the mainstream press, by the way. But I, I have talked to a lot of these people, and the people surrounding Larvita are starting to come from far and wide places, aren't they, Larvita? Yes, they are. Is that shocking to you a little bit? Very much so. Very Why? much so. This uh, is America, sister. Why would it shock you that people would stand together? Um, I think it's just um, heartwarming, you know, that they actually take action. And um, instead of just saying something that they support me, they're actually showing by doing and coming down and being here. Um, so I didn't I had put out a cry, a war cry, I guess, saying that I wanted I needed support. A and peaceful war cry, right? Exactly. And um, they came in droves calling and coming here and just to see the love that I've got received is amazing. So, and, and I bring this up because I was kind of questioning some of these people last night. And I was saying, you tell me you drive two hours every week or whatever to be to spend time with Larvita and to help her cause. And they're like, yes, yes. And I'm just like, really? And Larvita's like, what? You don't think I'm worth it? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you that the mainstream press wants you to believe that none of us get along. That because I'm a male and you're a female, we can't get along. Because I'm white, you're black, we can't get along. Because uh, this and that, I don't know what other reasons they even make up. It's a waste of time discussing them too much. But um, th there's just no camaraderie here at all or no um, uniting of the people. But I'm saying that when I hear that in the press, it doesn't ring true to me. But when I get in the, in the towns and cities and um, counties of America, I see people standing together in ways that are just impressive. And so that's why I was kind of querying these people and asking, you really come and do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, why? And they say, because to us, it's like a big family. Yes. To us, we're working together. Yes. Some of them are white. Some of them are black. Some of them are, it doesn't even matter. Nope. Some of them come from completely different working backgrounds or family situations. Or, I mean, the people coming together is as varied as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. But their fundamental ideology which is God, family, and country, is very similar indeed. Their desire to work together and help one another and, and do things together is strong. And, I, and, I, and so I was bringing that up last night because it really just impresses me. When you get on the ground in America, it's an impressive place. Mm -hmm. And I think that we need to teach people that. We need to make sure that people are aware of that. Because like I say, courage is contagious. People will begin to understand, right? People will begin to resonate with that. And the more of us that stand up or advocate for this, then others start to get a little more courage. And they're like, you know what? You're right. You're right, Larvita. You do have a right to. I'm going to. And people start to really get involved. And people start to really take it to heart. And some of the people that are closet supporters become public supporters. And some people that are, you know, maybe not usually willing to speak out, you know, they, they're sisters related to the sheriff. And so now they get a chance to say, you know, sheriff, we really need to kind of work on this. I, I know that it's a tough position you're in, but I also know that we've got to, we've got to kind of roll this back. And th that's how the conversations happen. That's how America works. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that's the key to our success is our greater numbers. And we're out there. We just got to bust out and get the courage. We just got to, and we were talking last night too about the, 
Lion and the Wizard of Oz? What was that other version, a black version of the Wizard of Oz? The Wiz. The Wiz. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was learn, learning about the Wiz last night as well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Why are you laughing? I, I think that's cool. I want to learn about it. Yep. Anyway, and I was saying how my son played the, by the way, the, the guy that's running the boards for me right now, the producer, he's the one that was the Lion and the Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, anyway, and so, uh, anyway, Larvita was telling me about her family and, and, and plays and how they're so involved in the community and different things, and I just think, wow, I want people like that in my community. I want patriots that get the sacred cause of liberty and who stand for their rights, but who are peaceful and who want all things good. Around me, that's what I want. I want good people to be good. I want to make popular that which is good, and I want to make unpopular that which is bad. So if you could speak to the whole world, Larvita, what would you tell them about your experiences with this whole thing? Is it going to be worth it if they throw you in jail or if they raid your restaurant and shut you down uh, by force? Uh, is it going to be worth it? To who? To, not to me and not to the government. Or do you mean like taking, I don't understand, I guess. I mean, is it worth the cause? or? Oh, for me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Why are you so passionate? Why don't you just roll over? Um, and, and I don't mean to be flipping about this or mocking in any way. What I, what I really want to do is get at the heart of what, what makes you tick? What, what makes this drive for you? Why say this is the line in the sand? Why it, say this is the hill to die on if you must? I think the truth is it didn't even seem, you know, we, we've been talking about courage. It didn't seem like it was courageous to do any of these things. It just seems like this is what we were supposed to do. There was no ands, ifs, or buts about it. I didn't even think about it. You, you just know what is right and what is wrong. And to me, you, you just do what's right, period, at all times. That's what Yahweh God tells us to do. And it doesn't matter if it's the government coming after you. It doesn't matter what it is. We're supposed to stand on the truth. We're supposed to stand on his word. And if the word, if people, the government doesn't align with that word, you don't bow down and just do what they tell you to do. So for me, it was never, even now, it doesn't, I don't think this is courageous. I just feel, I think that's why it's so hard for me, because I just feel everyone should be doing this. They're, I don't, I guess I can see why they're not when I've seen what they, again, I tell you, you know, it started with the church for me. How could you say we can't worship? How do we, you know, that's what we've been taught our whole lives, that we're free, that we have the right to worship our God, Yahweh, any way we want, and that, um, People, the government thought they could take that away from us. I was just in shock, and I didn't know it was going to be something that would turn into this. I just thought, no, I'm not going to follow. I'm not going to blindly follow our government. That's not what they're there for. Ladies and gentlemen, her innocence is impressive as well. It's kind of like the girl that they sing about in country song after country song. She's so beautiful, she doesn't even know it, right? Everybody knows but her. Uh, And it's kind of like that with uh, Larvita. Everybody knows how courageous her stand is, but it's lost on her. Not because she's not smart to understand it, but because it's so fundamental in her heart and in her soul that it's like, well, I don't really consider this courageous. I just, this is just who I am and what I do. And that makes it all the more impressive. That makes it all the more worthy of the stand, worthy of the cause. Because we as Americans shouldn't do it for political purposes or for fame and fortune or any of that. We should do it for the right reasons. We should do it for the fundamental core reasons of its this is really simple. It's the right, and we should do that. When it's the wrong, um, we should not, I say again, should not do that. And so this is the core of what we're talking about. 
and the court of what we really need to focus on with the sheriff. Does Larvita have the right to do what she really thinks is best? And if Larvita does not, is this the dam breaking where eventually nobody will be able to do what they think is right? Because if we can shut down over the coronavirus or shut down over the, what will be next? What crisis will create next to where I can't? Well, Sam, you can't broadcast because. You know what? You can't this because. You can't that to where. When is it going to end? Where is the line going to be drawn? And if we don't draw it now, when will we draw it? If we don't discuss it now, when will we discuss it? If we don't unite around the principles of liberty, when will we? And if we lose it line by line, little by little by, where will our children and grandchildren be? See, I'm 53 and give me 20, 30, 40 years, I'll be out, right? But you know what? What about my children? My beautiful daughter over there. Your beautiful daughters, Larvita. What about the world they inherit? And at least we can go down saying, hey, we've done our very best to give you not only what we've had, but something better. Isn't that what all parents do? Yes. Well, by the heavens and by the earth and by all things holy, that's what we intend to do, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Two hours of hard-hitting talk radio. We'll put this in the archives and... Would like everybody to spread the word, would you please? Har, or havensgarden.org is the website. Larvita M, as in Mary, or McFarklore, is the name you to look for on YouTube for tonight. Larvita M. And watch the YouTube proceedings of our event tonight. I'll be speaking. The good sheriff will be speaking. Great entertainment, food, and festivities. And we declare this nation shall endure 